Welcome in the Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, or 7-11 on the calendar, National Free Slurpee Day, a big day in the U.S. of A., courtesy of the 7-Eleven Corporation, who will give any customer that wants one a free small Slurpee, as it celebrates its 96th birthday today. National Free Slurpee Day began back in 2002, and this year, 7-Eleven is actually upping the game a bit by giving more stuff to rewards members, so maybe go in, join the rewards program, and then go to a different 7-Eleven or go back in and get all the free stuff. Today is also Cow Appreciation Day, which started in 1995 when Chick-fil-A came up with the very creative advertising campaign of those cows saying, eat more chicken. So it's apparently a big day at Chick-fil-A as well. It is a big day of national and international news, that is for sure. President Biden now in Lithuania for the 74th annual NATO summit, where continued support for Ukraine in its fight against Russia is at the top of the agenda. And there's been a lot of talk about it, but while Ukraine's membership to NATO isn't officially on the table at this summit, President Biden will be having a meeting with Ukrainian President Zelensky in Lithuania and with Turkish President Erdogan as well. We take, NATO takes, all of us take, Article 5, literally. One inch of NATO territory means we're all, we're all in a war together. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is traveling with the president. I think what comes out of Vilnius in the communique will be something that Ukraine will be able to embrace um, as a positive signal uh, with respect to the question of Ukraine's future pathway towards membership. Oh, and check this out. And we will agree that it is important for all NATO allies to spend more to contribute to our collective defense. Sound familiar? But it was a crazy idea when someone else said it. Newsmax's Bianca De La Garza spoke about it with retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. Let's talk about the NATO summit this week. Obviously, sure. like none other than before, really historic war in Ukraine, no end in sight seemingly. There's concerns of really, uh, frankly, a world war, uh, nuclear right. issues here. And then you have President Zelensky right. wants to be part of you know, NATO, Biden says he'll offer continued support, not membership. Obviously, a lot of people are saying, why is that even on the table here for we're looking at, you know, Article 5 of NATO? Exactly. Your point is completely correct. Uh, we have to be careful. The moment uh, Ukraine would become a NATO member, the moment they can invoke and would invoke Article 5, which extends the war to Europe to make it a true world war. And yeah, your point regarding nuclear weapons is is very important. We do know that they have moved nuclear weapons from Russia into Belarus. Belarus is now uh, one of the locations that, that they've been very clear that they would use nuclear weapons if there's an extended war. And obviously Belarus would be included if Poland gets involved. It's a domino effect. It would be very bad. Now, we've had mixed signals from different NATO members. Now, Erdogan, President Erdogan of, mm -hmm. of Turkey saying, oh, yeah, we're all for it. Uh, Hungary, uh, Germany are now saying, no, they're not for it. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of issues that relate to uh, a lack of focus within NATO of what's supposed to happen next. Ahead of the NATO summit, there was the big dust-up about Biden agreeing to send those cluster munitions to Ukraine. More on that from Tony Schaefer. 
I want to get your take also, uh, Colonel Schaefer, on something that sure. President Biden said during an interview with CNN. He was talking about the reason that they provided cluster munitions, you know, somewhat of a controversial move to Ukraine. He says it's because the U.S. is running out of 155 millimeter artillery shells. A lot of folks are saying, why would you share that sensitive information when the world is watching? I'm with you. Look, we've talked about the shortage of ammunition here on the channel because we say it in such a way to say we need to do better. We need to be prepared for the president to say that, I think, opens the door for some very bad things to happen. And uh, it's one of the situations where I think uh, it just indicates again to all of us that that President Biden, as much as you you love him, hate him. I'm not here to judge him as an individual. I'm here to judge him as commander in chief. You have to understand that him saying this as a matter of policy means something. You can't have this said, and now I think it's been said, you can't put the toothpaste back in the container. Uh, people are gonna start paying attention to this, and I think this encourages others to act if they know that we depleted our wartime stocks to the point of where we have a critical deficit that the, even the president knows about. It's, this is not a good thing. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer on John Bachman, now with Bianca de la Garza. It's not a good thing. Well, yesterday in the UK was not a good thing either. President Biden meeting with King Charles III at Windsor Castle, where, among other mistakes, Joe stopped to talk to one of the Welsh guards during the welcome ceremony. You know, the royal guards with the big hats who never speak to anybody, never show any facial expression. President Biden was trying to strike up a conversation with two of the guards during the walk up to the castle. A major blunder. Come on, man, say something. And you won't see this, of course, on any of the major networks here in the U.S. But last night, Sky News Australia got a pretty good laugh at it. <laughs> Do you have your go, Joe Biden? <laughs> Not the guard. He's saying this is Come on, man. I got my free tea. world. We've my got tea. to move along. Yeah, yeah, here. This protocol. Who briefed you? Who briefed you? What please? are you doing? That was terrible. Seriously, who briefed <laughs> you? Let's go. <laughs> this is not how it works. Exactly. And We've got you to know, get to some tea. Yeah. Sky News Australia. This is terrible. This is not how it works. Who briefed you were some of the comments there. More on this from this morning's Wake Up America, who spoke with Niall Gardner, an advisor to former UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. How do folks in England feel about President Biden? What is their view of him? Uh, thanks very much for having me on the show uh, from London. I think, firstly, uh, I think the tide has turned against Joe Biden in the United Kingdom. A lot of... Uh, Britain's view uh, Joe Biden as intensely anti-British, disrespectful, arrogant. Uh, and uh, I've spoken to dozens of uh, Conservative Party uh, MPs over the course of the last uh, few, few weeks and months or so about Joe Biden. And the view is entirely negative. In fact, I did not find one member of parliament who actually thought he was a good leader of the free world. And, and Biden has knifed Britain in the back on multiple occasions recently, uh, including uh, sinking a US-UK uh, trade deal, um, knifing the British Defence Secretary Ben Wallace in the back. He was a candidate, of course, for NATO Secretary General. Uh, Biden's now supporting the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, as the next NATO Secretary General. Uh, on multiple fronts, Biden is seen really as, as somebody who does not respect um, America's allies, including the United Kingdom, of course, um, America's closest friend and partner. So 
Uh, I have to say, when Biden flew into to London earlier this week, uh, I don't think the British public um, gave him a particularly uh, warm welcome. Uh, and he is viewed, I, I think, as a highly ineffective uh, leader and somebody who is not a friend of, of the British people. Yeah, I think many in America view him as a highly ineffective leader as well. Just a quick follow-up now. Does the British media pick up on things like the president walking around uh, the, the Windsor Castle yesterday with King Charles and, and sort of having to be you know, directed where to go and what to do? It was just really sort of a, a yeah. sad scene to watch this play out. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. In fact, British media have been all over this uh, this story. Uh, and the reality is that Joe Biden was wandering around Windsor uh, yesterday. He looked um, almost out of his mind, actually, at, at times, very dazed and confused. Uh, Prince Charles, sorry, not Prince Charles, King Charles III now, uh, was clearly very irritated with the fact that, that Biden was not following royal protocol, uh, King Charles actually had to to really uh, guide uh, Biden very carefully because uh, Biden was sort of wandering around talking to the uh, the, the Welsh guards that he was inspecting. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I don't think the king was very happy with with Biden's overall approach. And, and Biden was confused, but also Biden, Biden is a very arrogant and narcissistic individual. So he does whatever he wants, I think. Wow. And wow. Niall Gardner, director of Heritage's Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom and an advisor to the former UK prime minister, not holding back there. And just when I thought it couldn't possibly be any worse, he wraps it up by saying Biden is very arrogant and narcissistic. For more on the president, we go to Rob Schmidt. Today, Axios dropped quite a bomb you might have seen about Biden's temper. More proof our president's image has been completely manufactured by political operatives. White House staff claiming Biden is a tyrant, quite cruel as well. Quote, the president's admonitions include, God, how the F don't you know this? Don't effing BS me and get the F out of here, according to current and former Biden aides who have witnessed and been on the receiving end of such outbursts. Behind closed doors, Biden has such a quick trigger temper that some aides try to avoid meeting alone with him. Some take a colleague almost as a shield against a solo blast. Are you really surprised that this is who he really is? The corrupt plagiarist who's spent his entire career with his foot in his mouth, making mind-numbingly stupid comments as often as he possibly can, and then was rebranded as this compassionate elder statesman in the run-up to 2020, got the nip-tuck all over, a whole new person. He's now this confident statesman that been around. He knows this country. He's for the soul, the integrity of America. Yeah, right. The real Joe Biden is being exposed in real time in many different ways right now, completely different than the man the DNC sold to this country just three years ago. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, who also spoke with former Vice President Mike Pence about the 2024 presidential race. At this point, you know, I, I, I just I want to say that they've thrown pretty much everything but the kitchen sink at former President Trump and his support seems to still be very, very strong. And so my first question is, how do you how do you overcome that? What, what is your plan to overcome what seems to be an insurmountable lead? Well, first, I've had I've had a lot, uh, including the kitchen sink thrown at me over the years. I was yeah. proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with President Donald Trump all those four years when we rebuilt our military, revived our economy. 
uh, build a wall on the southern border, appointed conservatives to our federal courts uh, at every level. I stood by the president right up until my oath to the Constitution required me to do otherwise. Uh, but I honestly, I can tell you that uh, I think the president's durable support is as much a reflection of how alarmed people are at the failed policies of President Joe Biden and the Democrats as it is uh, anything else. I, I understand that. People are drawn to the familiar. And everybody knows it, it was better under the Trump-Pence administration uh, than yeah. it is today by a lot. Uh, but yeah. as I talked to Republicans in Iowa last week, I'll be back in New Hampshire next week, Rob, uh, I hear people saying again and again, as much as they appreciate everything the former president did, that uh, they recognize different times call for different leadership. I think why the American people know that we need new leadership in the White House, but I think Republicans know uh, we need new leadership in the Republican Party as well, and we're going to continue to work our hearts out and take our case uh, to Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and every state in this country. The one thing you will keep hearing from everyone is that it is still early. And it is still early, but I have to tell you, Mike looked pretty tired in this interview already. It was Monday, though. We're all tired for the most part on Monday, so give him the benefit of the doubt. Here is some more from that interview. You're very critical of, of, of former President Trump, his actions around January 6th. Are you as critical of what we're seeing the, the government, our intel agencies, our media companies did to remove you guys from power? Oh, I guarantee it. And, you know, I'll always believe by God's grace. Uh, I kept my oath to the Constitution uh, on that fateful day. And uh, I've always hoped that President Trump would come around and realize that he'd been misled uh, by a group of attorneys that told him that I had authority that uh, the Constitution certainly did not afford me. But uh, have I been as critical of the Biden administration? You better believe it, Rob. I mean, uh, the, the fact that we went through four years uh, that I endured as well, two and a half years of a Russia hoax, the president being impeached for a phone call. I mean, there was a relentless effort from literally before we were inaugurated in 2017 uh, by yeah. the Democrats uh, uh, to essentially overturn our administration. The, the headline in the Washington Post on the day of our inauguration in 2017 was the quest to impeach Donald Trump begins today. And so it never let up, and we fought it every step of the way. Uh, but to see the the pass that the Biden administration uh, has been getting, not only not only by key elements of the Justice Department, the intelligence community, but of course by most of the rest of the national media uh, that looks the other way on one issue after another. Uh, I'm going to hold the Biden administration accountable, and if I'm president Understood. of the United States, we're going to clean house in the Department of Justice on day one. If Trump does get this nomination, you know, early next year, will you back him? Well, I, I would ask the same of him uh, when I win the Republican nomination. <laughs> I can tell you, Rob, I, look, I, I've been a Republican since uh, the days of Ronald Reagan. I, I, I joined the Reagan revolution and never looked back. I've always supported the Republican nominee and I always will. Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence uh, from Indiana tonight. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on. We appreciate it. That is Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight with former Vice President and GOP presidential candidate Mike Pence. Also in the news today, the Marine Corps is without a leader for the first time in more than 160 years. General David Berger 
officially retired yesterday, leaving his assistant commander as acting leader until he gets confirmed in the U.S. Senate. But Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama has a hold on Pentagon nominees because of its abortion policies. Did you know they provide paid leave and reimbursement costs to service members who cross state lines to get an abortion? Tuberville and other Republicans not liking it. And PGA Tour officials are answering questions from senators on Capitol Hill right now. Well, it depends on when you're listening, but today on the agreement between the PGA and Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund that created the One Global Golf League. And family members of 9-11 victims are also in Washington for the hearing, as you likely know, 15 of the 19 9-11 terrorist pilots were citizens of Saudi Arabia, as was Osama bin Laden. All right, thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Be sure to download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's where you can watch your favorite show anywhere, anytime, and keep up to date with all the news. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Maybe get a free Slurpee and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.